Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 297. This episode is sponsored by Kettlebell Kitchen. That's kettlebellkitchen.com. The discount code is GGW. I know you have a lot of podcasts to support, but we're your favorite one, so you should probably support Kettlebell Kitchen. And we have the best sponsors, you guys. I don't think you fully appreciate and understand no. the rigorous testing that we truly do put really, our sponsors truly. to. truly, yeah. And... We do not come by these choices lightly. Kettlebell Kitchen, we have known and loved now for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And our love affair with them just grows every single week. They're amazing, amazing people. They're so fun to work with. They're a great company. We really support all of the things that they're trying to do. We love their packaging. It's biodegradable. We just, they're, like, they're, they're very so th- good. And they're thoughtful. You can just feel the love in every meal. You Everything really is very thoughtful. Um, the online customization is really easy. They send you updates every time you're going to get a shipment. So you can go in and adjust your meals if you're like, oh, I want this this time instead of this. So you have plenty of notification. You have plenty of time to change anything that you want on your order. And I know we say this over and over again, but the food is really, really good. I get so excited every time I eat my Kettlebell Kitchen meals for lunch. I'm like, oh, I get to eat KBK. I know. It's so great. And every week All my they coworkers have, are jealous. I'm sh- And every week they have different specials. And so the menu is always changing. And then they have like the really good old standbys. And they're yeah. just, and I can tell, I can tell there's times where I'm like, ooh, who came up with this recipe? Like this, this someone was like oh, real excited you, about coconut this week. Did you have the plantain lasagna? Yes, it's ooh, so, so good. good. So that's that was, probably my favorite that one. That was a special from a couple weeks ago. I the haven't seen it back. The planting lasagna oh, so is good. so good. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. So. <laughs> so Claire and I are in the same room for once in a lifetime. And um, it's real exciting to be able to record uh, mono a mono. What? Mono a mono isn't that like man to man? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure why that's funny, though. So I, I don't know why it just like, popped in my head. Um, because it's Sunday morning and we're getting some work done and we just wanted to, I don't know, we're going we're gonna to be doing a lot of fun things coming your way. So we are going to have the Modern Mamas on this show. You're going to have an interview in just a moment here. And we had them on the podcast, what, a couple of years ago? It's been we a while. We were on their podcast. Oh, we were on their podcast. Yeah. Have we never had them on? No, my goodness. Okay. Well, here they are. <laughs> We hope you guys love this episode. We have Laura and Jess from the Modern Mamas podcast. Um, we'll talk about where you can find them online. They both are just so fun and relatable and down to earth. We really loved this episode. We really loved having them on and we hope you guys love it as well. Mm-hmm. So don't forget kettlebellkitchen.com, discount code GGW. And we hope that you love the Modern Mamas. Um, so we are so excited to be joined by the Modern Mamas. Hi, Laura. Welcome Jess. back, ladies. Hello. Hi, friend. It's so good to hear <laughs> both of your voices in uh, real time. And yes. we were on your podcast. Yes. I was um, a little ago over. Was it was like a little over a year ago because Evie was little. Yeah, I was laying in the dark nursing her, trying to get her to go to sleep while we recorded. So I feel as though I wasn't on most of the episode. <laughs> I feel like that's true. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, so it was, yeah, and she's 18, almost 19 months now. So she was little. So it was probably just over a year, something some along those lines. According probably to the internet, it that. was November of 2017. Oh so, episode 23 of the Modern Mamas podcast. Oh my podcast. gosh. I know. We're in 82 now. That's an, that's awesome. We scored having you guys on that early. How do we, how do we manage that? <laughs> I don't know, but I was fangirling the whole time, so. <laughs> yes, we're a very big deal. Um, <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us tonight. So tell us a little bit about the Modern Mamas podcast. And I think from Joy and my perspective, the thing 
we think is super unique about you guys is that you have this podcast together, but then you both also have your own totally separate individual things as well. So if you can tell us a little bit about Modern Mamas and then each also kind of talk about your own little thing you have going on. Yeah. Laura, do you want to go first? Sure. Why not? Um, (laughs) I always make you go first. (laughs) I love it. So the Modern Mamas came about because um, I was, let's see, I was pregnant at the time and I was doing a giveaway with Primal Kitchen, I believe, and just one on Instagram. And so then we started and then her stuff never showed up. And we started just like messaging back and forth and I was getting that sorted. And then I was, we were just chatting and I was like, Hey, I really like her. And then I think Jess, it was your idea. You were like, Hey, do you want to do a podcast? And it has actually something that has been on my radar for a long time. And so when she asked that, I said, absolutely. Because I couldn't imagine doing a podcast by myself and just listening to myself talk for an hour. Um, and we already, it was clear that we had a good kind of like repertoire going uh, over direct message. And we we're both moms. I was soon to have Evie. And we just jumped right in. And I think the whole premise of our podcast is not necessarily that it's a podcast only for moms. I think it's that we are just moms. And that is very much, we're very much like in the thick of that and in the heat of it and in and kind of immersed in it. And so we're a couple of modern mamas. And that's one thing that connected the two of us right off the bat. And so that's kind of where the podcast name came from. And honestly, early on, it was mostly geared towards moms. And what we've come to find over the course of the year plus we've been doing this is that um, our listenership is not just moms. It's not even people who necessarily want to be moms. We have men listen. We have um, women who aren't sure if they ever want kids listen. And that's been really, really cool for us. Um, And it's been just like this labor of love that's turned into something pretty incredible. Um, and Jess, I don't know if you have anything you want to add to that, that bit about the podcast itself. It was kind of weird the way that we did connect and then kind of instantly we're like, yeah, let's do this thing and figured it out really like on the fly. I'm sure Joy and Claire, you guys kind of know how that goes. It's like, let's start a podcast. Like what the heck are we doing? Um, and kind of like fumbling through that in the beginning, but now looking back, having done 82 episodes, it's crazy to see how far we've come. And like Laura, like Laura said, it's just morphed into this thing. That's like, not just for mamas. And we talk about all the time, like we're modern mamas, but like the podcast is for is so much bigger than that. And so it's really fun to see how our our episodes have also changed, like to encompass like, you know, topics that we've, that anyone can relate to. Um, And so it's really fun. It allows us to explore our interests as they grow, you know, maybe not as intensely focused on motherhood. And it's just really fun. (laughs) Yeah. And I've I've learned so much from our guests. I think you guys can probably relate to this too, having guests come on the podcast. It's like I sit down and by the end of the episode, my brain is just full and I'm like fired up, taking notes, learning so much. And then I also love our catch up episodes where just Jess and I, and we get to kind of hang out and just chat and catch up. And, uh, it's, it's been a really fun balance. So that's the podcast. And ultimately our goal is to create a non-judgmental space for moms or anyone really to, um, learn and feel included and find community. And I think that's, that's been far and above the best part for me is that as we might get into, I'm, we live in my family and I, we live in a van now. And so we have a big U S tour planned. Um, we're leaving in April and I have in, uh, in my emails, I have folders for pre- every state we're stopping in. I've had at least one person reach out and say, Hey, you've got a driveway or we have acreage. You can do your laundry. You can come hang out. We'll cook. We'll shower. Our kids will play. And I'm like, it's just, it's unreal. I'm every single time an email like that comes through, I am so unbelievably touched and it's helping us map out our trip. And just to be able to connect in person with this community is, uh, 
it's just unreal, really. That's fantastic. Like that's something Claire and I see all the time whenever we're traveling and people just I mean, we meet people in the airport or people in every single city that we visited, people will be like, come drop in our gym. And you know, your community so well that you feel really comfortable talking to them, you know, it's not some weirdo. Totally. And I just think that's such a cool thing. I mean, going out into doing a podcast, you just never expect that you're going to connect with such amazing people. And I think that's just kind of like that unexpected beauty from it that we know that we're putting something out there that we're passionate about. But then to hear that and to hear like people just reaching out to you, Laura, just be like, hey, come on over. Um, That's pretty amazing. Especially knowing that these are people with children and the fact that they they put trust and faith in, in what we're doing. And they, you know, people are like, I feel awkward because I feel like I know you, you guys like just like you're my best buds. And I know you don't know me, but then anytime someone reaches out and says, Hey, I feel like I know you in a way because they listen to the podcast. I do in a way feel like I know them because we must share some commonalities. If we are, (laughs) if they spent however many hours listening to me talk and, and just talk and our guests talk, then it's like, okay, we're, we're connected in some, on some way besides just you listening and taking in what I'm saying, there's definitely it's 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 very much mutual. And I and I really appreciate that. I have a question about the brand of how you, you know, I know your intention of starting the podcast from the get go, but how do you want to keep evolving it and uh, mm-hmm. keep it alive? Because, um, you know, that's something Claire and I struggle with, too, of kind of trying to keep up with everything that's changing in the podcast world and all the content that's out there. It's not like that we have to compete or anything. But I just think we have to always be aware of how things are changing and rolling and because the market's so saturated now with podcasts, it's like, okay, so do you do you let that influence your decision at all? Or do you just kind of keep doing your thing? I'll go. You want to go first, Jess, or should I? <laughs> well, I was going to say, that's a really good that question, one. because we're kind of in the thick of it right now. Um, you know, it's been a, a little over a year that we've started it. And it's, we're in this process where both of us have, and I'm sure we'll both get into the, our individual stories, but we've kind of both stepped more fully into this podcast as a, as a real thing, like legitimate kind of not necessarily, I wouldn't call it a job, but it's something that's really, really become a reality for us to do daily um, and to work on daily. And it's a part of our lives. So it's like, we're in this, this morphing mode, I would say, Laura, wouldn't you agree? We've, we've, you know, I know Claire has uh, talked to Laura a little bit about this, but like talking about websites, talking about, you know, where the future of the podcast is going. And um, I don't know that we have exactly the answer, but Laura, what what are your thoughts on it? Um, I think we've kind of talked about our focus for this year is really trying to just grow our community and, and our listenerships. Like we're not really focused on sponsors this year or um, that kind of thing. It's really about how can we, I think that's something you guys could, you guys are doing a, probably can't cover this episode, job. a killer job of this <laughs> is building your community and you know, doing live things where you record your, your, you're on 300th episode, right? It's crazy. Yes. So you're getting people together and you are meeting your community and you're going on trips. And I think that's one of the things that, um, especially as moms, I feel as though a lot of times parenthood or motherhood, especially, especially when you have little ones, it can be a little bit isolating. And I can't tell you how many people we've had reach out saying like, I feel that because of this podcast, I feel like I have a community of women that are like-minded, whether they live in a place where no one's really on the same page as them, or whether they just feel like they're stuck at home and they don't have anyone to talk to. Or I think community is what's what's one what is one of the things that can set a podcast apart because so much of our society right now is built around technology and social media and connecting with people from anywhere, but very rarely in person and very rarely on a kind of like a raw, real level. And so 
I think Jess and I have talked a lot about how this year is kind of our year of connection and building community and getting to know the people that listen and doing our best to meet them in person. And, um, and then maybe in the next year, we'll set our sights on like, what else can we do to grow um, as a podcast? But I think our focus this year is, is really just connection. Yeah. And we have a, our first like in-person event that we have scheduled this year. We have another I don't know if we can talk about this yet, Laura, like another yeah, event scheduled for the end of the year. Um, <laughs> and so we're definitely going hard after that connection and the, like the in-person as much as possible. And I just kind of want to chime in too, because I feel like the really cool thing about Laura and I is that, you know, Laura has Evie, who's, who's fairly young. And then I have two kiddos who have a five and a two and a half year old. And I feel like as we evolve as mothers and either add to our family or, you know, get into different stages of parenthood, the things that we're going to encounter are always going to be morphing too. And I just really feel like we've created such a special place that there is no restriction on our growth, you know, like the topics that we can cover as we grow is just unlimited, which is really special. I feel like. Totally. Yeah. I I just, it's, it's a very special place to be, um, to have, I look at it really as an opportunity. I think we both do too connect with people and, and make an impact in some capacity. If there's one person who's like feeling alone or isolated, um, postpartum, I know Claire, you've talked a lot about this on the podcast and the one you did with, um, with Noel, but just that feeling of isolation and being alone and, and, you know, which can quickly spiral to baby blues and postpartum depression or postpartum, um, anxiety. And, and that doesn't just happen immediately postpartum either. I mean, that your parenthood is, can be really hard. Um, and it can also be really great. And so to be able to share those things with a community, I think is really important. And to, to have a resource to go to where um, we, like Jess was saying, we cover such a wide gamut of topics that um, it's really easy to find something that maybe is a piece that you were looking for missing in that capacity. But can I throw the question back at you and sit here at beta breath to listen and learn? What, what do you guys have in store in terms of uh, <laughs> setting you apart? Tell us all the goodies. <laughs> I'm going to take some notes over here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I totally resonate with what you say about what you said about like, you know, kind of just figuring it out a little bit as you go, like having these broader plans for the year of like, you know, trying to connect and then the next year kind of then setting your sights a little bit more on what could come. I think one thing that Joy and I talk a lot about and we talk about on the podcast, we talk about it with each other is just, you know, in a perfect world, would this even be a full-time job? And if it were to become that, like, would that sort of, in a way, almost defeat the purpose? Because as it is now, like, this is our creative outlet. It's a way for us to kind of get outside of the stresses of our day-to-day and get that amazing connection with our listeners and our community. And, you know, the stuff that we talk about, whether it's postpartum depression or, you know, eating like disordered eating or all of the above and anything and everything in between. I mean, honestly, it is just as much for us as it is for anyone else who's listening. Like the support that we receive through people's emails to us or messages or whatever helps us just as much as other people hearing us talk about our issues might help them. And so it really goes both ways. And, you know, this year we are like leaning into sponsors a little bit more. And that has just kind of come with the territory of, you know, now having had a podcast for five and a half years that we're really, really lucky to be presented with more and more opportunities that are really, you know, with these really great brands and everything. But it is always kind of like, okay, you know, how do we grow in a, in a really authentic way? And I kind of hate the word authentic because it sounds so like, 
you know, I just want to be authentic. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds so like Instagram, I guess, but I think that's our goal is just, we're always kind of asking ourselves, is this really the direction we want to go? And I think we have been so careful to not do something that doesn't feel completely true to what we want girls going to want to be that in a lot of ways we have grown a lot more slowly than, you know, other podcasts in our space have. But at the same time, I feel like we have never once, or maybe, you know, only once ever done anything that we've looked back on and been like, Ooh, that wasn't, that didn't feel true to who we are. I think that and, says a ton about you guys, five plus years. And I mean, that's, that's a testament for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think, thank you. And I think like, you know, I, that's kind of our goal is just, this is our, this is our thing. And we want it to remain ours. Like, you know, we kind of want to keep it under our wing. And, and on the one hand, I think that does from like a quote unquote business perspective, maybe keep us from growing, you know, into a business, but like, we're not a business. This was never set up to be a business. This was set up to be just like a labor of love. And, you know, that's kind of what it continues to be. And not to say that, like, you know, we're always excited to try new things and kind of see where it takes us. But at the same time, we're not concerned with just growth for growth's sake, I guess. The thing that I will get caught up on at times is how to evolve and how to kind of keep up the pace and stay above water with uh, keep your head above water with all the competition that's coming in. But at the same time, it's just not it doesn't serve me to kind of look at the competition, so to speak, because it's not competition. It's just like the saturated pool where if you if I really kind of sit down and look at it, I'm like, well, I just want our listeners to be our people. And I'm not you know, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And I think my original fear was that we're just going to kind of fade away into the darkness because there's so many podcasts now, but no one can do what Claire and I do because no one is me and no one is Claire. And so that's kind of at the end of the day of like, that's, this is what we can offer is ourselves and that we're going to constantly evolve as humans. Therefore the podcast is going to constantly evolve. And then we're going to bring on new listeners that kind of can resonate with whatever messages, you know, we're going throughout in our lives, Claire with her family and her baby and me, you know, having a job and a husband and animals and turning, you know, in my 40s. And I mean, we just live completely separate lives, but we have the common goal of just being able to connect with women and, and you know, men even, but um, making people feel less alone. And there's just no, you know, there's nothing really that we can do outside of like anything that we do is really from a place of does this feel good for us? Does this kind of feel like something we're really jazzed about? And that's really just the only thing that guides us. And, and it's, and it's worked. And it just, you know, it's kind of funny, because whenever we stick to that, our listeners really respond to the message. But it's, it's interesting to watch, I kind of can sit back sometimes and watch this whole podcast thing, blow up and continue to grow. And it's pretty phenomenal, because people can connect in ways that we never have been able to before. Absolutely. It's so awesome. And I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, go for it, Jess. I could tell you you got something. No, I was just I'm like sitting sitting here nodding shitting here. Can we can we cuss on this podcast? Yeah, yes, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's just... right. We can. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here just nodding my head the whole time, and I just love what you said. It's just if you you can't be anybody else besides Joy and Claire, and no one else can be you. And focusing on the things that light you up is always going to be the best decision. And I think you know, Laura and I try and I mean, I listen to you guys, I'm sure Laura does too, obviously all the time. And like, we can feel that. And, and I personally can say that, like, 
seeing you guys do this and seeing you guys evolve in such a way that is so true to yourself is very inspiring. And it's something that like helps us guide our own decisions, not to sound like creepy or stalkery. In any no. Way. And I think I just want to add this too, because I think it's really important that there's times when I will feel like we have had the same conversation for the past five and a half years. Like I honestly feel like sometimes we just regurgitate the same stuff in every episode, but really we don't. We're talking about different places of us in our lives with maybe the same topics or similar topics, but it's because we're still dealing with it. And so it's like, it's not every, if I was to start you know, say, hey, Claire, let's talk about, uh, I don't know, like some random topic today, like, you know, five tips to do your holiday stress better or something like that. Like that would be so lame. I mean, no offense to people who maybe have done that, but like we wouldn't, Claire and I would not do well with something like that because what works for us is being like, Claire, I'm so annoyed this week because blah, 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 this happened. And then we just kind of riff off that way. And it's just like the very raw, real life stuff that we do better. Um, there's plenty of places for podcasts like that, where we always joke, we're like, we're not a science podcast. We are not like facts based. We're, we're just not that. <laughs> but that's the fear I think sometimes is that I that we're constantly having that same conversation. But I have to remind myself, it's like, nah, it's not. And we're getting new audience members every single day and they write us and we so we'll talk about new things that they pitch to us. So I'd be curious to see um, if you guys kind of feel similar as far as topics and how you kind of keep it creative. Yeah, I would say we I think the balance comes from having our catch up episodes are just that we never plan ahead of what we're going to talk about. We usually give little life updates and then they spiral. And like we've had some that have been like we've cried, we've laughed. I got laid off by CrossFit and then. Uh, like wasn't planning on even telling anyone for a while and then ended up just like verbally vomiting all about it and my emotions and how I felt and the power from it and like all this stuff on the podcast. And I feel like it's been such a platform for both of us to process our feelings and feel our feelings and talk about things and connect. And so I, I personally could never make it, um, for lack of a better word, and I'm sorry if this offends anyone, but like stuffy in a way that like really, you know, scripted or here's the points that we have to have, because that's just not the way that I think just or my brains work. But then the balance comes in some capacity from having guests on. And those ones we still don't have super, super structured, but we'll do calls for questions on Instagram and and we, you know, we, we read their bio and we it's a little bit more formal. And so um some people write us and they like absolutely love the really like like when Jess interviewed Dr. Ben Lynch and it was very science-based and factual and talking about like gene mutations and all this stuff. And then some people write us and they say, just keep doing catch up episodes. That's all I really want. And so I think that kind of provides some balance. And also Jess and I are very different in many ways, but also very similar. And so I think we each bring a balance to it. And so I think that's kind of cool. And that there's like with the same for you guys, there's kind of something for everyone. Um, there's different ages, there's different stages of motherhood, there's different topics. But I think one thing that will never change on our end is just that we will not be it will, won't be scripted. And we're just gonna get on here and we are going to kind of just spill whatever is going through our hearts and minds in the moment. And I really think that's why we've got a listenership. I think that's what has drawn people to us based on at least like reviews and whatnot. <laughs> so what is on your hearts and minds at the moment? Oh my gosh. Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, well, it's just, it's been, it's been a year. Like 2018 oh, yeah. was, was something else. I, we had gotten this plan in place to sell our condo in Santa Cruz and to move into a van for the first time in our lives. We were in a place where both of us career wise could do it. And then and we were, sorry, I'm just, 
going to, when you say both of us, you mean you and your husband, not you and Jess. Yeah. My, my husband and I, Jess and I do not live in a van together. That would be, <laughs> to clarify, that would be people <laughs> don't know you. They might think you're talking about the two of you. <laughs> that would be awesome. We are going to share a bed for the yeah. weekend. So it's not far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because my husband works, um, he got hired on to CrossFit Kids Seminar staff. And so there's some, uh, that's kind of like a remote job and that he just needs to be near an airport on um, a Friday to fly. And I was working remotely for CrossFit and then like slowly but surely just building this Radical Roots thing that all of a sudden was kind of growing. And I have, I think the podcast a lot to thank for that. But then all of a sudden I got this phone call out of nowhere that I'd been laid off and I got the call at the beginning of October. And I was had to stay on until um, November or the beginning of September. And then I was to stay on until November 1st. So it was like the universe. I was like, I was, I'm a huge believer in the power of ask and the power of like setting intentions um, and kind of manifesting things. And so I had said aloud, like, I, this isn't something that I, I, you know, this isn't something that is like fueling my fire. Um, here's like, here's the things that I want to be doing. I want to be more present with my daughter, like all of this. And then all of a sudden the universe is like, all right, here's a swift kick in the ass. And, um, I got laid off and it just so happened that, you know, being able to stay on through November 1st, very kind of them kept us insured until the end of November. Um, and we already had all the balls rolling to be moving into this van, which would drastically cut down our monthly expenses. And ultimately now that we're in it, I am so grateful. Um, to have gotten laid off because I can I don't know that we would have, I would have been able to do it with a 40 hour work week, even though it was remote and the work that I'm trying to do to build my own business and, and be present with my kid and be patient with the whole experience. It's not easy. And so I think right now, coming back to your actual question, what's really on my heart is a lot of gratitude for the past year, the trajectory of the year, how I got to where I am now. Um, we're about to embark on our big first big like month long trip in the van up the Pacific Northwest. And also, in all honesty, some anxiety and fear and every once in a while, like guilt or, you know, just that fear of like, am I worthy of this? Of Can I build my own business? Can I support my family? I'm breaking out on my own. And, and then um, I'm a big proponent of therapy, as I know you both are. And so I was having just a like a shit day where I was in it. And I was like, I can't do this, just the doubt and the fear and the anxiety. And, and if I wasn't working like a 40 hour work week, then what was I doing? And, and I went and saw my therapist and she's like, listen, you have, we have these emotions, right? Like you have fear, you have anxiety. Every single emotion can be spun as positive or negative. And you, this fear is incredible because it's the fear that's pushing you to follow your passion and to do something that, that fuels your fire. It's this anxiety that's going to really give you that extra push you need to actually follow through and work really hard. And, and the, you know, and so coming out of that, I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. And so right now I'm in a place of, I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling very, very excited. Um, and I still feel the fear, but I think the fear is necessary to move forward in life for me, especially right now. And so I think that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm just, there's a lot of gratitude and a lot of excitement. And I think anxiety and excitement are very, very much one and the same, just kind of, they stem from a very similar place. And it's kind of about how you feel those things. So that's where I'm at. That's a huge <laughs> life shift from oh, what, gosh. three months ago? Huge. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, that's it's a lot. Really something. It's been a year. Um, I can say that I've never been happier, but I've also never felt as many things in such a short amount of time, like ups and downs. But I'm not, I, I, you know, we're we're in it, and and it's it's cool. It's a living in the van is making us be incredibly present with our kid and also with our own feelings because you can't can't run away, <laughs> and uh, and you just have to focus on like the little things that you wouldn't 
really ever have to focus on. Otherwise, like I just did an update on our YouTube and I was saying how like, yeah, I gotta, I have to tell my husband if I have to go take a poop because someone's got to watch the kid. And like, if I want to go brush my teeth or if I need to do anything when we're out, like at a campsite or something, you can't just go do the things you'd usually do without touching base with somebody. And so communication's improved and being presence improved, but also, you know, it's, it's working through stuff and learning as we go. Um, it's fun. It really is. And I think the biggest thing for this year is going to be connecting with people because when I did express and share everything, probably overshared on the podcast, just the emails that came in that next day and the direct messages and all of the support from our community. Joy, like you were saying, where you guys get as much out of this, or Claire, I forget who said that, both of you, get so much out of the podcast as well. I, I couldn't agree more. It's just like, I was in tears so many times that day because of the kind things that people were saying. And someone reached out and was like, this wonderful woman named Carol is redoing my entire website for free just because she reached out and was like, I would love to help you. And things like that, like still to this day, anytime I get something like that. And I know it just feels the same. It's just like, I, my, my mind is just blown, um, at the support that we've received and it's made this transition, which in other, if I had felt a little bit more alone and a little bit less worthy, I would have been terrified, like scared shitless. But I'm, you know, I'd say that I feel more capable than I do scared. And, and that's largely because it's crazy to think about, but like so much of that is because of this podcast that we have and the people that we've met and the support we've received. So that's where I'm at. Watching you guys, you know, make this transition into the van and everything like the thing that I have really taken away from it is that feeling of like, hey, you know, you can have these big transitions without a clear landing pad. And we've talked about this over the last year. I quit my job about a year ago. Um, similarly, with just sort of like, I just, this is not what I want. And I'm not sure what I do want necessarily. But I know that figuring it out as I go is going to be more comfortable than like being stuck in this place that I don't want to be. And I think, but I think like when we see people on social media or wherever make these big life changes, we assume, oh, they have it all figured out because they're, you know, so confident and they're going for it. And so they must really know what they're doing versus like, actually, you know, you guys are figuring it out day by day and you never really even expected to be in this situation, you know, 90 or so days ago. And in terms of getting laid off and that there are just so many things that can get thrown at you, but it's not necessarily about having the end point figured out before you begin. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I tried to be very real with that, like letting people know that I don't always know what I'm doing. I'm happy. And I think one of the things that Rust and I have agreed, because we both worked um, he worked a fitness, corporate fitness gig for a while and he was just so unhappy and we were like running the rat race here in the Silicon Valley and just unhappy. And so we came to a decision in that moment. He quit his job. We moved for a year to this crunchy little town on the Olympic Peninsula of Washington. And we just, we bought a house sight unseen and we just moved and we needed it. And I was infertile at the time. I had no period. I was stressed. I was in chronic pain. We quit, moved. And all of a sudden, like my period came back and my pain went away. And he worked at an or this little like organic farm making hard cider for a year. And then we were, we started to feel a little bit like not unsettled, but um, like we wanted more. We wanted our community if we were going to start a family um, and we knew that we wanted to be back in Santa Cruz. And so we did that. And so I think we made a decision that was what, four years ago now, that we are not willing to sacrifice happiness. But at the same time, we don't take that lightly in terms of like, we're not going to be irresponsible about it, especially now that we have a kid. So we knew we would be okay on some level, but also like, uh, we also know that we can't necessarily just wait for 
happiness or whatever it is, is not like a destination. You have to, I think one of the biggest things I've ever taken from therapy is like being present. And if I am not happy in this moment, or if I don't at least know what I could be doing to find that joy and that happiness and contentedness, then I'm, I'm doing it wrong for me specifically. And so that's been huge, I think, in making decision. this decision is that we've talked for years about like moving into an Airstream. We very much, both of us want to be mobile and we want to travel and we want to reduce our monthly expenses. And it's been a conversation and very rarely, and, and up until this point, actually, we haven't been on the same page time-wise. He'll really want to do it. And I'm like, no, it's not the right time. I wanted to do it, not the right time. And then all of a sudden we came to this place together and it was just like, it was pretty magical. Um, and we were both feeling very stuck um, in the condo in Santa Cruz because we weren't, because of HOA, we couldn't rent it out. So we wanted to travel, but then we had this empty condo that we were paying a mortgage for. And we were kind of just like, what are we doing? Um, I think that was a tangent, but in in short, yes, <laughs> to what you said. <laughs> so I, I do definitely also want to get to Jess, but I just want to ask you one other thing when it comes to like, okay, your focus is being happy. One mm-hmm. of the things that we talk a lot about is like, it's just not realistic to expect that you're going to be happy every day. Like you no. also have to feel like crap. And sometimes feeling like crap is the best thing you can do for yourself in that moment. Like it's not just about trying to find the quick fix to get back to happy. Mm-hmm. So what, what have you found in that balance? I found that if I really sit in my feelings, it, gets me to the happiness. It's not a quick fix. It's just like for so long, I, in all honesty, the reason why I was in chronic pain, the number one reason was just pent up a type disordered eating for so long, just so stressed and so hard on myself when I look back and I like, I mourn kind of for that time in my life when I just was really hard on myself and I, but I, and I wouldn't let myself like feel that. And so now if I'm (laughs) If I'm in the middle, in the midst of like feeling very overwhelmed or very anxious, I will sit, literally sit on the ground or in like child's pose or whatever, and I will cry. And it's been, and and Rusty will sit with me and sometimes he'll just rub my back if he's around, but he knows not to ask me what's wrong because I don't necessarily know. And I don't necessarily feel like I need to verbalize that. I just need to sit and like feel it for a while. And then maybe I'll talk about it if I feel like it. But one thing that's been a huge shift in my world is that like, I now have a lot of respect for the, the like the hard feelings because it's the hard stuff that makes the good stuff that much more good. And it's also like sitting in that and feeling that is the only way that we can let it move through us. And I don't think it's just like a matter of moving past it, but I think it's like sitting in it, feeling it, and then letting it pass kind of through us um, and not being afraid of the feelings because they all serve a, a super important purpose. I think it's just more about not letting them control us but like letting them, letting them talk when they need to. I'm like envisioning that was the movie with the little, the, all the different emotions. Inside uh, out. Oh, inside yeah. out. <laughs> but in any case, I think that's a part of it for me. It's like, by no means am I happy all day, every day. Absolutely not. Like I cried today, but, but I am also, I'm not afraid of the, of the feelings. Um, and I think that has really what's helped me to, as, as like a, a general, state of being, um, I would say I'm, I'm very, I'm happier than I've ever been in my entire life. I can say that for sure. Um, and, and that doesn't mean that, that I have moment. I don't have moments that I'm really unhappy or like really just in it, but I don't know. I think that hopefully that answers your question. I want to hear from Jess as well. <laughs> My bad. I'm just listening. I'm taking it all in. I've heard these, the story. So That's I'm just kind of letting Laura share her thing. But <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, I've heard it. No, no. <laughs> in van. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I know that you also had a career transition this year and have gone through some of those same questions of what what does my career in my life 
what, what is it quote unquote supposed to look like and what happens if I step outside of that so talk a little bit about what's going on for you oh my goodness it's I laugh all the time because Laura and I are kind of I'm maybe like three steps ahead of her and her life like our life transitions are very parallel I'm not living in a van currently I don't know that I say this now but like Laura makes it look so easy I always say like I don't know if I could do that but um we probably could one day but right, right now we've got I think I mentioned before I've got a five and a half and a two and a half year old and so life right now is is pretty crazy and like you said I did so I didn't get laid off but I voluntarily chose to leave a job that I've had for five years I don't know Claire how long were you with your company before you left Oh, not that long, like a year and a half. Okay. But I mean, you've kind of got, you get plugged in and you kind of get like caught up in the, I'm a very, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Creature of habit. I don't do change on my own. Like I don't choose to do like free spirited things. I like, like my routine. My husband is the opposite. He, like any decision I've ever made to do something out of the ordinary has always come like from his gentle nudging. And so when I, I worked for a company called Arosti, which they work with the CrossFit games. So I don't know if you guys have seen them before, but um, they're the medical providers for the CrossFit games. So oh it's a yeah, they were a pretty big sponsor. Yeah, they're they're big. And so we've I've worked for them for like five years. I started in the clinic. My background is athletic training. So I worked with like collegiate sports teams up until I transitioned to Arosti. And so I worked with patients for a good like two or three years in that setting. And then I got promoted. I did business development and basically went around and like educated physicians and other healthcare providers about Arasi as an option for their patients um, for musculoskeletal pain because that's what we treat. And so I kind of just like slowly moved up in the ranks there. And it was one of those jobs that like I really did love. It wasn't something that I was like sitting at my desk every day or like out and about just being like, oh my gosh, I hate this. I loved the people. I loved the mission. It's a very mission-based company and it was really fulfilling in a lot of ways. But, you know, we started the podcast and I'd, I'd had my blog started as a food blog. So I'm like heavy into the whole recipe development thing and contribute to a couple of other programs um, in that avenue. And it just kind of felt like the thing that was lighting me up the most was when I was on the podcast, when I was creating recipes and sharing those. And so it came to this point where it was like, I'm having so much fun doing this. Am I staying in a Rosti because like I have health insurance, because it's secure, because it's what I feel like I should be doing. I should be climbing the, the ladder. And it got to the point where it was kind of like, I have only so much time to pursue the things that I want to pursue. Like where's, where's the, where's, what's going to give. And so my, and you guys have had Cassie on before, right? From Fed and Fit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So she, I, we actually live in the same city and she approached me and was like, Hey, we've got like, we've got a lot of work. We've got a lot of things we're working on. Would you want to come on like in some capacity part-time? And so I started working for her and, um, then it kind of morphed into like, okay, we have more opportunity for you to do more work. And so it's like, okay, yeah, I could do that. And then it became this crazy idea. Like, what if I just did this full time? I'm so happy. Like, it's really, really like I'm getting to do the things that light me up all day, every day, essentially, if I was to step into this role. And so it was scary for me, like I said, a creature of habit to, of course, we sat down and we were like, okay, can we do this financially? How are we going to do health insurance? Like, are we going to be able to still like provide for our family and all that stuff? So took that leap once we crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's and figured out it could work, took that leap in September. And so I've been doing it now for four months-ish. 
And it's been, I would say, pretty amazing. But it's also been a struggle for someone who is very used to like clocking in and like having someone tell me what to do every day and kind of that like not having to really think that much. I know that sounds terrible, but now I get to be like exercise like my creative brain and kind of figure out what works best for me. And so that's been challenging, but also very fun. And um, I don't know, like that's all that I'm like when Laura was telling her story, I'm like just kind of nodding my head the whole time because it's all the same emotions that like I felt maybe not as intensely because we didn't move into a van and like kind of pack our lives away, but very much kind of those same feelings of feeling like scattered and anxious and afraid, like, is this sustainable? And then also wondering, like, I struggle a lot with imposter syndrome. I feel like it's like, okay, who am I to like come on here and share my story or interview these people or create something that's valuable? I struggle with that a lot. Um, I don't talk about it a lot because it feels, I don't know, it just feels very like personal, but I guess I'll share it here. Um, but well, that's even after of, doing it for so many years, you feel you still feel that way. I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. I still feel that way. It's like there are a hundred other people, a hundred million other people out here that could like do it better than I can. But I think that's something that, like Laura said, through therapy, which we're both like huge proponents of, it's like coming to terms that like and kind of y'all hit it on the head. There's no one else who is me that has the unique experience that I have to, and shares the like unique experience perspective that I have yeah you and can't so kind really of, be an imposter when you're when there's only one you and you're doing it right. just fine yeah exactly and so I think this past year has been like stepping into that um and I see 2019 being a whole lot more of like just stepping into my worth I think does that, does that sound silly but like stepping into what I know I'm capable of and what and that is related to the podcast that's related to like my personal like the blog and the business stuff that we're doing and like just all the other avenues of, of life that we're pursuing. But that's kind of what's on my heart and mind and like parenting two small children. That's like a big part of my (laughs) heart. Yeah. Just a small little blip on the radar of raising children. (laughs) Yes. And we share about that all the time on the podcast, but you know, like Laura said, it's like, I'm not, I'm joyful pretty much all the time, but I'm not necessarily happy all the time because like parenting for me has been the greatest challenge of my entire life in terms of like patience. Like I struggle sometimes just like figuring out through interactions, like not even outward interactions, but the ones that I'm having in my brain that like, I'm sometimes not the nicest person and kind of coming to terms with that. I'm not not a patient person and, and really having to like stretch myself and my capacity for like empathy and kindness. And I don't know, Laura, Claire, do you guys struggle with that at all? Um, <laughs> Am I the yeah. only one? The other day I screamed at Miles to just effing choose effing choose some boots. And I was like, <laughs> but please, were, did you say the word? Uh yes, I did. Oh my god. I didn't say it, I screamed it. <laughs> I we were like trying to go to gymnastics and this is like the one activity that Evie I take you to. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Miles is like always talking about baby Evie. She's obsessed. Um, <laughs> they're, they're so cute. Um so <laughs> Uh, yeah, long story short, I was trying to get him out the door. He had changed his boots three times. And then I finally, finally like we're on the threshold of the door and he was like, I don't want these boots. And I just screamed, just pick some effing boots. And he just got really quiet and he walked out to the car with me and I put him in his car seat and we drove away. And about 10 minutes later down the road, he goes, mommy, are you feeling better? Oh my God. Stop it. <laughs> and I was like, 
wow, my child is actually more mature in this moment than I am. <laughs> and he's three. Oh, and I, I, and I was like, that. yes, buddy, I'm sorry. Like I yelled at you and he goes, okay, don't get mad. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh. Okay. You're totally in therapy for this In later. your defense, <laughs> the fact that he responded that way is a testament to your parenting. I hope so. I hope that he's not going to like, you know, wake up in a cold sweat, like on the night of his wedding and being like, I can't do, I can't go through with getting married because my mom yelled at me for putting you know, or like he's going to sell crack or something oh because the, the judge is going to be like, where did you go wrong? And he's going to be like, it all started the day my mom yelled at me to pick some boots. Oh my but gosh. I'm... All that to say, yes. <laughs> I literally, I just, I am so grateful for you to sh- for sharing that because like sometimes it, like Laura said, like parenting and motherhood can feel so lonely, especially in the moments where you're like not nailing it. You, you must like my mind, it goes through my mind all the time. Like I must be the only person that's ever yelled at their kids this way. Like where they look at me like, oh my gosh, like I'm scared of you. Um, but it's not true. Everyone loses their ish. And yeah, I had a very similar moment the other day where I, I was, I did something and I was like, just go to the bathtub. And Camille looked at me and she was like, that was very mean. It was like big alligator tears in her eyes. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm the worst person. (laughs) You're like, yes, you're right. That was mean. But it also like the amazing thing that I've been learning it from my kids is grace. Like, I mean, so much forgiveness. Like they will like literally forgive me in the blink of an eye and pretend like it never happened. And it's like, okay, like I have a clean slate. Like I'm not ruining them. I don't think, but I guess we'll see in like 30 years. (laughs) Right, I'm always kind of like, you know what, if I've turned out as a functional member of society, I'm probably doing fine. (laughs) Let's just hope for that. They love and adore you. I guarantee you, you're not ruining your children. (laughs) I agree with that. Gosh. All right. So I know we've kind of talked a little bit about what is next for you guys, but this is one of the questions we always like to wrap up with. So, what is next for you? guys both like with it with the podcast um but maybe a little bit also you know I know Laura you have radical roots and Jess you have your uh hold the space that you you know blog that you do so give us like the kind of down and dirty quick version of what you're I guess currently working on because I know what's next for you is like kind of this amorphous question yeah um we've got a couple things in the in the woodworks, I'm actually, my friend Kelsey and I are working on a program, um, called intuitively you, and it's going to be based around eating fitness and mindfulness practice, and just kind of getting back to, um, helping support people to get back to a place where they just kind of like re they're able to find their body wisdom again and trust. I think it really comes back to just trusting our bodies and minds to, communicate with us and learning to tune into that and listen. So that's, that's one thing that, um, that's actually the most I've shared anywhere (laughs) about that. And then, um, I am going to be launching a, like a side facet to my business. Um, radical roots is really where I will be sharing like our travels and it's gonna be more of like a family focused, um, blog and YouTube channel, et cetera. And then, um, I'm launching something called the mama mentality. And I, what I've found is I've done, I've done nutrition and fitness uh, programming and one-on-one consulting and, um, educational, like little seminars and workshops and stuff for a while now. And what I found is that I really find joy in working with any woman in any stage of the motherhood transition. So it could be preconception, just think, starting to think about wanting to try to conceive. It could be 
pregnant. It could be dealing with infertility. It could be about to adopt. It could be, you know, maybe even a, a birth mother who's given up her daughter, her child for adoption or postpartum or any time in motherhood. So ultimately it could be anywhere. It could be, you know, adoptive parents, whatever the case may be. And so I will be providing, I'm kind of working through the services there, but programming and one-on-one and group services to that demographic. And I'm very excited. And so that, that'll be coming um, in the next couple of months. Um, and those are kind of the two big things. And then really we're just, we're, we're putting it all out there on our YouTube channel. And that has been weirdly. So I, I share overshare, as I mentioned on my pod, on our podcast. And I, and I am very active on Instagram um, and I share a lot of my life and my family's life, but that for whatever reason, sharing uh, on like a, I guess I'm going to say a vlog, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I think that's what we're doing. It feels more vulnerable. And so we are sharing, we, so far we have like a, a little bit about our why we've got some before and after tours of the van from when we got it converted. And then, um, just like a quick recap of our first few nights in it. And so we're going to be just posting a weekly video there, um, in hopes to kind of build that community as well. So that's what we're doing. How about you, Jess? Yeah. So for me, I think the bulk of my, my time right now is helping kind of, I know it sounds funny, but I'm helping a lot of other people build their businesses, which is interesting because that's kind of like the role I've played my entire life, but I'm doing a lot of fed and fit work. So we've got big things in the, in the works over there with a new book and some new programs coming out over there. And then a, one of my like side hustles that's really growing right now, it's a side hustle for now is um, I'm a contributor for baby making and beyond. Do you guys know about Liz's program? No. Okay. So Liz Wolf, has she been on anyone's podcast? No, not yet. Okay. She is amazing. She created a program. Um, it's like, it's, it is like a behemoth of a program. It's essentially for like preconception, pregnancy, postpartum, parenting. It's like this giant resource. Um, it's an online program. It's in the beta testing phase right now. So I'm like the, re- the recipe content creator for her. So I've been doing a lot of that. So you'll see a lot of my work in her program. And then for me, I guess the focus is mostly going to be on the podcast because that's just kind of like where most of my joy comes from. So I think we mentioned a little bit earlier in the, in the podcast is that we've got a lot of in-person events planned. So that's going to be a big part of 2019 um, and rounding out the end of 2019, a super big event. And then let's see, what am I doing? I'm not as exciting as Laura. She's living in a van. She's like moving and shaking. I'm over here like Laura, surviving. Laura, Laura, you need to go pick up Jess and you guys need to come to Denver and let's have a party in Denver. Oh my God. I w- careful. My van is going to show up in front of you. I mean, you literally, we, we literally have an RV. You know this already. We have an RV pad on the side of our house. So. I know. It's, it's on our, on our list. So yeah, we'll we have Jess on the way. Kick out our neighbors who use it as a shop for like old weird trucks. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. We'll scare them off. Um, Let's do it seriously, and Jess, your life is more exciting than you give than you give credit for. You get is to it? And, I'm oh. like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I, mean, I feel like we we got to say that on occasion just to, to check in, make sure that we're <laughs> we're on a path. But yeah, I think we're both just so excited about where the podcast is going to go. We're doing a meetup in Santa Cruz. Tickets to come soon, the first weekend of March. And then we're going to do another meetup in Austin on my way out. And Jess and I are going to meet there and probably record our 100th episode, which will be super fun. So those are just like two of the things. And we have a lot of somewhat angry requests for the like, people on the East Coast are pretty upset that we're, we have something planned over here. And so I imagine we're going to try and work that into um, before the end of the year. So I'm looking forward to that as well. But yeah, just meeting people. The podcast, we do have our site. We've talked about a little bit on our episode, on our podcast about this um pipe dream for a a mama box, which we don't need to get too in depth, but that's kind of on the horizon where we want to create a box. Thank you for bringing that up. I totally (laughs) 
forgot about that. It's huge. <laughs> Still on there. But that'll be kind of, that's like a 2020 thing where we want to create this box where whether someone maybe has just had a miscarriage or just had a baby or just found out they're pregnant or is really struggling just and motherhood is just like kicking them in the butt. Um, we want to have a box for that. So you, people can come to this website and choose a box that's got all of these things that are really intentionally put in this box for whatever phase of motherhood that person is in. And so, cause you know, like we, we've, we have a friend, this is kind of where it came from. Jess had this idea because our friend Kirsten had had, she's now had, she's had four miscarriages and, and just wanted to get her something, but that's, a, it's a hard place to be in and not to bring up a really heavy topic at the very end of this episode. I'm sorry, but so that's our goal is to create a, a gift that's kind of intentionally put together with products and companies that we love um, that people can then just purchase and have sent to the person that they're thinking about. And instead of doing sponsorships, we thought about maybe having that be our avenue where companies that we want to work with or that want to work with us can be a part of this box versus like just paying us and it can kind of come full circle that way. So stay tuned for that. What a great idea. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's that's like the, I think that's our kind of end goal for, not end goal, but um, that's a big goal that we have our site set on for, to at least begin the process for within the next year, because I, I just don't think that that, that exists yet. Um, At least not in the way that we would, we kind of would like to manifest it. And I'm grateful for Jess for coming up with that idea for sure. Cause I was like, I had goosebumps when she told me. Hey, I did have that idea, didn't I? Yeah. Look at you. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) Look at you making big moves. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. Where can everybody find you on the interwebs? Hmm. You can email us at modernmamaspodcast at gmail.com. I'm at, I feel like I'm wrapping up our episode. I'm laura.radicalroots on Instagram. And I'm jess.holdthespace on Instagram. We do have, we have an Instagram for Modern Mamas. We do. We have not done anything with it, but it we exists. We haven't done anything with it. So you can find us. It's just the Modern Mamas <laughs> podcast. Um, and then we also have a Facebook group that is really fun yeah it, I mean that has been a huge um huge for us to see that grow and just like we used to really be in there and moderating and answering people and now it's like all these women have just come together and they support each other and answer questions about motherhood or what shoes to buy or like it's the the conversations are the whole gamut so that's been really fun to see so you can find if you search modern mama's community on Facebook you can find that too and our and our podcast is on iTunes right yes we have don't forget about the podcast <laughs> Just want to just want to put that in there at the last minute. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for <laughs> all the content that you create for women and making people feel less alone. It's really important that we do this for for everyone. And so I just thank you guys for continuing to do that and fighting the good fight. Um, and it was really great catching up with you both. We have to have you guys back on ours and just know that we are grateful for you. And you guys have been a huge inspiration in our journey as well. So thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for hanging out. Claire, thanks for having Evie and I in your home for three days and letting our kids play. That was <laughs> making me soup. It's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye, guys.